Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again today. We're continuing our study on the Ecclesia Principle that we call results-based reality, results-based reality. What this means is, is that you actually have to look at what happens and then function off of that. Not theory, not some fantasy. So much of our culture today functions off of theory. Well, I think it should be this way. I think you ought to be able to have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> well, it don't work that way. That's not how it works. And we have to take a results-based approach to it. And with that, I want to read today from Galatians chapter 6, and we'll read verse 7, and begin to apply some things. Because, again, when you're talking about dealing with a nation, and, and America is not a small nation. The United States is not a small nation. We're not the largest nation in the world, population-wise. Economy-wise, we are the largest nation. And so there is a, a lot of, uh, our, our nation, because of how we have been blessed uh, economically, we have a very diverse culture. And, and with that, I'm really talking about the, the economics. I'm talking about um, the different dynamics of our society. You see, let's, let's just take something a little bit more uh, frivolous in a manner of speaking. But even though it's frivolous, uh, it's in the tens of billions of dollars in economy. You know, sports in our nation, uh, in, in, I'm not talking about throwing a fit over anything, I'm just wanting to use this as an illustration here. Sports in our nation, uh, you have the three major sports, baseball, football, basketball, um, you also have hockey, you have golf, you have tennis. Uh, there's other things that, that are growing up and becoming more and more popular. Those sports are big business, big business. But world over, there is not another nation on the earth that has that type of component in their culture that takes up as much time and generates as much revenue. Our, the blessings have created a, a, a huge diversity of life and, and uh, how you want to entertain yourself. We have so many options that the rest of the world doesn't. And so with this, again coming back to this, a results-based reality you have to look at what works and what doesn't work. And with this diversity um, and with it being such a level uh, that, the again, the economic level and even our population, again, we're not the biggest nation, but we're not the smallest by any stretch of the imagination. There has to be some approach to be able to figure, okay, now this is developing how can we tell if this is a good approach? 
We don't have any results yet. There's this idea, there's this concept. Should we implement this or should we not? How do we get the results to, to determine whether or not to implement that? Well, again, let's read Galatians 6, verse 7. We'll begin to deal with that a little bit more. He says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. You reap what you sow. What you sow, you will reap. You sow kernels of corn, you will grow corn. You plant potatoes, you will harvest potatoes. You will reap what you sow. But on a, a national scale, on a societal scale, how do we implement change when something new comes along? It might be the best thing since sliced bread, or it could hurt us. Well, the bottom line is the, the best way to begin to approach those things is to have... Uh, in, in one sense, to have tests, to have certain areas that, okay, we're going to work this here. You know, um, take it like, you know, with, uh, with crops, you know, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of genetic engineering going on now with crops, and, uh, and a lot of that is very bad. It's, it's creating issues. It's creating problems. Some parts are not. Well, the thing of it is, is rather than create it and just send it out there, there needs to be some testing. There needs to be some testing. What's going to be the fruit of this? What's going to be the result of this? And same thing is true um, with, uh, even with education. You see, this is one of the reasons that it is so important to, to have charter schools, to have charter schools, even in the, in the public arena, I, I believe in homeschooling. I believe in, in Christian schools. I believe in private schools. Uh, but by and large, it's going to be very difficult to actually educate the majority of the population through that. There's, there's just cost dynamics. There's just a lot of things that go into that. But being able to have charter schools. And, and part of the problem is Virginia, <laughs> Virginia is is one of the worst at allowing charter schools. And, and with this, um, I know uh, Governor Yunkin, uh, he talked about being able to get more charter schools. That was one of the things he ran on. And there has been some progress on that, but not as much as should be because some of that has been blocked. And, and the bottom line is they, the only thing that has been approved that he was able to get past is what they now call lab schools, lab schools. In other words, there are universities that are allowed to create kind of a charter school, but they have this lab school where they're, they're practicing the things that they're working on. Well, there's just only one problem with that. Um, you got the same people that are influencing the public school system doing these. So a lot of the same problems that are over here are going to be over here. They're just going to do it a little bit different because the thought pattern is the same. 
the charter schools really need to be able to test and rethink a lot of approaches. And then the people that be participate in it, they do it of their own volition. They understand the situation. Yeah, I'm willing to go that way. And I'm, I'm willing to be the guinea pig, those types of things. That, that has to be a part of the whole dynamic. But some of these things, we will only know what the fruit is after we do it. And the sad part is we don't need to do it nationwide. We need to have tests. We, we, we need to have places where we can see how does this work. But in our society right now, we have so many people, well, it ought to be this way, so we're going to pass it, pass it for the whole nation. Everybody's going to have to be this way. Everybody's going to have to do this because this is how it ought to be. But will it work? And a lot of the stuff that they're passing won't work. And, you know, let's just go uh, with the, and, and I will, I'll use this term specifically and on purpose. But let's talk about the Affordable Care Act that was passed a number of years ago that was supposed to reduce the majority of people's health insurance costs and provide better coverage. Well, let me ask you a question. How's that working for you? Are your costs lower? <laughs> are this, is the, the services that are available to you now, is that better or is it worse? You know, it's been around long enough that we can tell what the fruit of the tree is. Well, and they'll, they'll pull out a small percentage of some, oh, well, this is a lot better. Okay, so for this little improvement, all of this had to suffer. All of this, we, we had to suffer. You know, nowadays, um, the number of people I run into that the, um, uh, the, the threshold for their deductible, you know, it used to be, well, you know, what, what's your deductible? Oh, well, you know, uh, 250, 500,000, something like that. Well, now what you're hearing, well, my deductible's 5,000, my deductible's 10,000, my deductible's 15,000. Well, hallelujah, isn't that better? Isn't that better? You see, the thing of it is, is a lot of times what we're doing in our culture, we're sowing stuff when we don't know what the harvest is. We don't know what that's going to grow into. There needs to be tests. There needs to be tests of things that um, how it will work. And, um, you know, I'll just throw this, and I think I might have mentioned it at some point, but the best approach that I have ever heard of in regards to health care was a, uh, a, a Demo National Democratic Convention in 1964, speech given by Hubert H. Humphrey. I don't know how I came across it, uh, but I think I was doing some research um, during the time that you know the Affordable Health Care Act was being done, and I, I was just reading different things, and I just come across this speech, and so I read it. And in that, Humphrey, he started it out. He said, there's a coming crisis. This is in 64. He said, there's a coming crisis that very few people see today. He said, it is a health care crisis. He said, there's going to be a crisis of cost. He said, there's going to be a crisis of available health care. And he said, 
There are three simple things that we can do. And if we do them now, we can avoid this crisis. And I can remember sitting there going, wow, he said this, wonder what those three are. And he made it very simple. And, and in reality, I don't know that it would work, but it certainly made sense. And I could see it would have been an improvement on what we currently have. It would have been better if we went his route than the route that we did go. But he basically said that health insurance companies need to stop having to get approved in every state, that there should be a national registry, that all the states work together and they come up with their own, that if you meet this criteria, you're approved into every state, even though it still be the states controlling it, but it would be a cooperative type of thing where you meet these standards, you're good in every state. And then he said that uh, the second thing was that rather than having uh, you know, th this group of 10 employees, they've got their own little group. This group of 50 employees got their group. That, that big corporation, you know, thousands of employees, they got their group. He said, no, make them all one group if they do the same jobs. If they're auto workers, every auto worker across the nation is a part of the group, no matter the size. If they're in construction, if they're in whatever their business is, they're all in one group. Again, the larger the group, you lower the risks. And his third thing, make life insurance like life insurance. Make health, excuse me, make health insurance like life insurance. If you do things that make your health more at risk, then you have to pay a higher premium. Example, life insurance, if you smoke, if you do things like that, you have a higher premium for your life insurance. He said those same things need to be applied to health insurance. I don't know that it would have solved it completely, but it would have certainly been good to have a test run on that before we did what we did without a test run. The tree is known by its fruit. You reap what you sow. See you tomorrow.